Hello and welcome to Character Count by At Twitter Business. I'm your host, At Joe Wadlington. Twitter is a lively, passionate place where people come to discover what is happening in their world. And we want to show you the creative ways that brands and businesses and people are using Twitter to connect and engage with the audiences that matter most to them. So each episode, I'm going to talk to the folks behind some standout advertising campaigns. Today, my guest is Stephen Bedford. He's the director of marketing at Simon & Schuster Books. He's a talented copywriter and social media manager who's worked with people like Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen. At Simon Books is entrenched in book Twitter. Like many of Twitter's micro audiences, book Twitter comes with its own lingo and trends, which Stephen is going to tell us all about. He'll also share how he explains the power of Twitter to his coworkers, why their campaigns work, and how he professionally slides into people's DMs. Welcome, Stephen. Thank you. Great to be here and really exciting and uh, appreciate the opportunity. Uh, My name's Stephen Bedford. I'm a marketing director at Simon & Schuster and our handle is at Simon Books. And Simon & Schuster was founded in 1924. So it's a bit older than Twitter. And so (laughs) I'm so excited to talk about how you have this massive global legacy brand that was very offline Mm -hmm. and, and to turn it into such an online thing. Um, So we're going to first start out with a meme of the moment. Okay. As you know, Twitter is an extremely creative place. Creativity happens on Twitter, and it's exciting to see how quickly people turn a joke into something brand new. So what's your meme of the moment? Sure. Uh, Since we're going to be talking about books, we had a a funny one in the book world uh, just happened recently. Um, Some of you out there might be familiar with Gritty, the new mascot from the Philadelphia (laughs) Flyers, who is so uh, creepy. Yes, captured the hearts and minds of all of us in the sports world, or even if you're not a sports fan. Uh, He's some sort of fuzzy orange uh, phantasm of some kind with big googly (laughs) eyes. And there was a trending hashtag, Gritty a book. So people were substituting Gritty's name into a lot of classic novels and uh, really the the content took care of itself. For example, uh, The Great Gatsby became The Great Gritty. Uh, oh, Gone no. with the Wind became Gone with the Gritty. And um, <laughs> yeah, the the visual, if you've ever seen Gritty or you're pulling him up on your device right now, mixed with uh, some of that classic American literature, uh, makes for quite a contrast. So. He's so upsetting to look at. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like so, so good natured, though. Yeah. And, People have really uh, taken to him, and uh, he's almost overshadowing the team at this point. <laughs> I'm just thinking like uh, a tale of two gritties, like <laughs> yeah, jungle gritty. Like it's it's very easy to do. Mm-hmm. So what does at Simon Books tweet about? Uh, we tweet about uh, all sorts of things. I, I think on the most fundamental level, it is our books and authors and what they are uh what their expertise in and uh, what they're discussing, whether it's uh, nonfiction or fiction, and making that uh, digestible for Twitter and really connecting people with uh, books and authors and ideas. That's awesome. And you talked about book Twitter before, which I love that we're going to be able to delve into that because Twitter is a place for people who are really interested in stuff, for geeks, for nerds, for all these sub communities. Mm -hmm. And book Twitter is an extremely rich example of that. Could you explain a little bit about what book Twitter is like? So if I had to describe book Twitter in three words, I would say it is educational, it is entertaining, and it is about connectivity. Mm. So we are connecting 
readers with authors and ideas and books, and we want to present that uh, in an entertaining way. Yeah, it's so much fun. And I love how you said connectivity because I've been pleased with seeing how supportive writers are on Twitter. I'm a writer mm-hmm. on Twitter, so I follow a lot of book accounts, a lot of publishing information and accounts. And people get so excited about books and then good writing they find. Mm-hmm. Of course they love the written word. Of course yeah. book people are interested in memes and of, of clever turns of phrase. So it's it's a really natural fit, I think. Yeah, totally. As you said, it's a very collegial atmosphere, I think, between uh, readers and writers and even between publishing houses. So uh, I think there's really great support for all the different houses out there. And we're all watching what each other is doing and we want to support each other too. So uh, a rising tide lifts all boats. Absolutely. And how do you work with those authors? What does Simon Books use them for? What support do you provide? Sure. Uh, There are a few different ways we work with authors. Uh, On the most fundamental level, it's introducing what Twitter is. We do have authors that uh, through their other careers and so on in their personal lives are very familiar with the platform. So we always Want to outfit them with great content and uh, present some case studies and how to get their message across, how to convey their novel or their book uh, for the medium. Uh, We do do a lot of video content in house and have a great video team at Simon and Schuster, and uh, so we're developing assets that can be uh, put out through the Twitter account. Uh, We do a lot of sort of visual infographics, uh, repurposing content from other social media streams to really uh, present the book, the author, the idea in a visual and captivating way. Well, so you're creating content for these authors and also coaching them on how to use Twitter to the best promote their book. Yes. So uh, I like to think of our uh, marketing team at SNS is really a a one-stop shop, whether you've never used Twitter before or even heard of it, we can help you uh, hold your hand, give you some best practices and help you get up and running. We can just provide the ammunition to uh, keep the account vibrant, to help you get what you want to get across in a visual way. And structurally, how is your team made up? Four marketers and a director? Is there a graphic designer? Are there specific community managers? Uh, So... The marketing group, uh, we handle a lot of the day-to-day maintenance. We do have a a great creative services team that we work with to uh, develop various assets and uh, optimize them for Twitter and for social media in general. Uh, But really, the the marketing team uh, oversees the day-to-day and sort of the long-term strategy, whether it's for the at Simon Books account or the long-term strategy for an author. That's so interesting to me because you're going towards authors as as influencer marketing effectively. They have a product, they've made a book, Mm -hmm. and you're promoting the book because your company's publishing it. And then you have this influencer tied to every single book that you're publishing throughout a season. Would you define it as influencer marketing? Yes, I do think there's some elements to influencer marketing. And of course, that's a elastic term these days and can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different industries. Uh, But we do see the the author as the influencer. They are uh, the expert in the field and uh, do have credibility in the field. And it's important for us to really help them with the discovery aspect to connect with the right crowd uh, and lead them back to the book where uh, there's much more information than just the 200 characters. Mm -hmm. And could you give us some influencer marketing tips? 
Sure. So while we do use the Ad Simon Books account to promote our books and our authors and the ideas, the people, the places and things within them, we also use it to connect with uh, the Twitter sphere as a whole. There are so many people who are also uh, experts in the field that we want to connect with and they might enjoy the book. It might be relative yeah. to what they are talking about or blogging about or presenting on a podcast or the news. And so it's become a, a great tool to really uh, make an introduction. And you know, we've had some great success and forged a lot of great relationships that way on uh, you know, one personal example of uh, using the Simon Books account to make new friends sort of is uh, a few years ago, I was really interested in moving some of the history books that I work on into the digital media sphere and social media and you know, just use some software and some keyword searches to find out who was uh, podcasting about history mm -hmm. and how might I connect with them. What and, keywords did you use? Do you remember? Uh, on the most basic level, it was history podcast. And, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, I came across uh, a fellow named Dean who would running a, a podcast that I really liked and, you know, his vision and his audience and uh, production and themes really aligned with a lot of the books we were publishing. So I just reached out to him through Twitter. I, you know, to use the the term, I, I slid into the DMs and, um, <laughs> yeah, it turns out he worked just a few blocks away and we wow. met up one afternoon over a cup of coffee and we we're just talking about books and history. And from that, uh, a show was born. Uh, a podcast was born, the History Author Show, which is just as it sounds like. It is uh, a show for history authors and people writing in uh, the history category to come on and discuss their expertise and uh, figures of history, eras of history, and so on. And the show is about three and a half years strong now. It's still running? Yes, absolutely. So What's it called? The History Author Show. I love this because we we also find things uh, at Twitter business through business means. We found guests for this podcast by mm -hmm. sliding into DMs. <laughs> I'm currently working on an article for our blog that's uh, how to professionally slide into the DMs because I think everybody <laughs> – do you have a tip for – it sounds like it's been effective for you. Uh, yes, it has been. And uh, I think uh, the one tip I would have and it's sort of a, a fundamental core of – Twitter and social media is just be authentic, be yourself, um, you know, really articulate the reason you've decided to reach out to them in this way. And, and that also goes back to really knowing their platform and their audience and really having a, a shared voice and a shared vision and a, a shared interest. And um, yeah, I've found more often than not, people are happy to strike up the conversation. And sometimes uh, you end up working together. Sometimes it's just not the right time or the right fit. But um, yeah, I, I love that. I've had people slide into my DMs who don't even follow me. <laughs> and then you're like, you don't even know how much I like peanut M&Ms. How mm -hmm. dare you ask me for writing advice? Mm -hmm. So I, I think you do have to level with them and be aware of what they mm -hmm. talk about and make it feel less like you're trying to sell them uh, vinyl siding through their DMs. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure it goes the other way as well. Uh, do people DM Simon Books? What's the most common out of the blue DM that you would say Simon Books gets? Uh, we do get quite a few book pitches through uh, the DMs. And, you know, I, I certainly appreciate that. And that's such a natural thing for uh, authors uh, to want to do. Um, it is tricky to manage and reply to all of them. And uh, I would really suggest that uh, 
those folks, um, you check out Publishers Marketplace and get an idea for <laughs> the right uh, agents and editors for your projects. And uh, that is one way. Um, we're sort of the old-fashioned snail mail with uh, some sample material from the manuscript and uh, an introductory letter. Um, that would really help the cause a lot more <laughs> than um, sort of a, a cold dm um about your project but um, that is so polite steven <laughs> quit dming your book pitches to at <laughs> simon books <laughs> yeah it's uh, the mailing address is on their website yeah <laughs> you know uh, it is a grind and the creative process everyone approaches it differently and I, I do wish you the best of luck but um the the old-fashioned means of uh pitching the book or or really tried and true for a reason so. yeah and that that is such an interesting line of what things can be done by DMs, by tweeting at someone and these new online streams that are so young. And then what things like really need to be done over traditional means. Um, I think that's something we're always figuring out. And it, it is so interesting to us. I love hearing stories about people who connected on Twitter because I'm constantly surprised by the types of relationships that can come through just tweeting at someone. Mm -hmm. One thing I'm really impressed by with Simon Books is that you publish around 30 books a season, would you say? Yeah, anywhere between 30 and 40 books a season, which uh, all told ends up being around uh, 100 to 120 per year. And that's new books and uh, industry parlance front list uh, hardcovers. Uh, but at the same time, uh, a lot of paperbacks are coming out, probably about the same amount of volume. And that's an opportunity to give those books, A Second Life. And many of those books are getting Twitter ads campaigns as well to promote them. Yes. The, uh, the, the Twitter ads functionality has really evolved so much and really become a, a powerful tool in our toolbox for uh, advertising campaigns. And we do do quite a few uh, political and current events books where so much discourse happens on Twitter. Um, so for that particular category, it's been uh, really a, a great tool for us. And what are some advertising risks Simon Books has taken? Uh, I think one risk we've taken and something we uh, approached with some trepidation was uh, you know, sort of creating an online book club or, around a certain title. I, mm. I think that there's always that voice in the back of your head um, very similar to, to throwing a party. You wonder if anyone's going to show up and uh, <laughs> you're a little nervous there. But then you know, people do start participating in the conversation using the hashtag to ask a question or to join uh, the conversation. And it's always a big sigh of relief and it ends up being a lot of fun and really rewarding. And um, yeah, but what book did you all start with? Uh, we've done it with some of our history books, uh, The Innovators by Walter Isaacson, which is uh, a book of sort of a, a history of the digital age and opening it up for people to talk about uh, the pioneers of the digital age going all the way back to Ada Lovelace and having them use the the branded hashtag of the innovators to talk about the various developments uh, from Silicon Valley and really around the world that uh, made up the internet and software and hardware and so on. And so Simon & Schuster is a book publisher, but there are other entities in the book world that are extremely active on Twitter. I know my local libraries and my favorite independent bookstores have some of the most incredible Twitters that I see. What are some things that you would add that you're seeing the book community on Twitter? 
Yeah, I, I think you nailed it right there. There's such a community aspect to local bookstores, to local libraries uh, that really connect on the community level to a neighbor-to-neighbor -neighbor level. We've been talking about Twitter and business and advertising on such a macro scale that uh, I think it's important to recognize that the indies matter and mm -hmm. the, they're optimizing those channels and using them to uh, really connect with the community, to bring people through the doors. And, and uh, it's really rewarding to see. And uh, I happen to live in Hoboken, New Jersey, and the local library there does such a great job of making you aware of all the great events happening and what you can find at the library, how you can use it. It's, um, I actually got my start in the book industry uh, working for an independent store out in Colorado, uh, the Bookworm of Edwards. Uh, got to give him a shout out <laughs> to the Vale Valley there. Um, and to be sort of on the ground floor of when a lot of social media was uh, starting to happen and be really useful for business owners and to see how they've grown and uh, using those channels to connect to the community and, and the people that live right down the street is is really fun to watch. Even though I've moved away, um, you know, I still keep tabs on them and it's uh, really rewarding to see a independent store thrive, not just uh, from the, the bricks and mortar level, but also thrive in the social sphere. I follow all of my favorite bookstores yeah. too. <laughs> my favorite one, uh, At Booksmith in San Francisco, will randomly have uh, notable donors where someone will think a book is really important for the current zeitgeist and they'll go in and they'll buy a hundred copies <laughs> and they just put it at the cash register and anyone who comes in that day gets a free copy of that book and they always tweet about it. it's just an incredible wow, way that's a really cool promo uh -huh. wow. and then that makes me want to do it now right like i want to go buy 10 copies of a book that i think people should read and leave it there yeah and a lot of the stores are just so creative in how they're using the technology and the messaging and it, they know their readers and the they know their patrons, the people that are walking through the door, and to see them connect that way with generous promos or just you know if you have a bookstore cat or something, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's all sorts of great stuff out there that the indie bookstores and local libraries are doing. So um, it's really cool to see um, on the the publishing level. What is a Twitter tip you can leave everyone with? Sure. Um, Twitter is a, a writing platform and a text platform, but really can grab so much attention and mm -hmm. really make the platform work for you and really get the idea and message across if you add a visual component. Of, for us at Simon Books, that can be as simple as a shot of the jacket. Uh, I mentioned earlier that we do do quite a bit of video creative in-house, so it's presenting um, you know, maybe a 10-second trailer type clip, or maybe it's uh, a 15 second sort of talking head type clip where the author is uh, sort of distilling one of the the themes of the book and just really capture the attention that way. Yeah. And we've seen from our data that tweets with images get about 10 times the engagement mm -hmm. of tweets that only have text. So that mm -hmm. is absolutely cooperated by our data science team. Could you share a life tip with us? Uh, a life tip? Uh -huh. Ooh. <laughs> um. A life tip from Stephen at Simon Books would just be live a healthy life. Eat right, sleep right, be happy, um, take care of your body and mind. Read a lot of books from a lot of different areas and sources and uh, just keep learning. Feed your mind and always add an image to your tweet. Stephen, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your extremely valuable expertise. 
Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It was really an honor to be here and talk about books and marketing and Twitter. And uh, feel free to follow us and connect with us at Simon Books. But do not DM them your book pitch. You heard that from me, not from him. (laughs) Please don't, but but keep writing. So it's inspiring to hear all the ways that brands and people use Twitter to get their message out. But how do those ads actually work? How do you set up a campaign? So I have a customer success person internally at Twitter here to explain some of the specifics. And since Twitter is all about live and in the moment, I haven't told them why they're here. So we're going to see how they are on the spot. Hi, um, my name is Giselle Diaz, and I'm an account manager at Twitter. I work on our SSA team, which stands for self-serve ads. So I help advertisers ranging from small businesses to medium business get running on Twitter, whether that's optimizing their campaign or solving common issues that may come up in terms of billing or claiming handles. I'm their go-to person. You're their go-to person. So you're their go-to, would you say, expert? I would say expert. You would say expert. (laughs) Okay. So you are a paid Twitter expert. Okay. So I have some uh, questions for your expertise. I'm ready. And I'm going to fire them at you, and you're going to answer as quickly as possible. Ooh. Okay. Like Jeopardy. Did I tell you you were going to be doing that beforehand? (laughs) You know, I I had heard. You had (laughs) heard? And it was actually through you. Uh, You forgot to un-CC me on an email, and I (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of knew this was coming. No. But but to be fair, I didn't prepare anything out of the ordinary. I'm just going to come with what I know from my day-to-day work. (laughs) Well, you know, if you did prepare, that's clearly, that's on me. Uh, but anyways, you, you have limited time to answer, so as quickly okay. as possible. Gotcha. What is a website card? Ooh, a website card is one of our ad units. So you upload either a video or an image, attach a URL to it, and it becomes a clickable target. How we big is a website them. card? How big? Um, well, the aspect ratio is either one-to-one, so you can do our square format, or you can do, I think it's 16 to 9 for the landscape. I don't know the pixels off the top of my head, but I have the URL that I could send you. How much is video growing on Twitter? Video is growing exponentially, and I wish I had a concrete number to give you, but we just have so much video inventory that's opening up with all these new campaign objectives like the in-stream video ads and even just like our standard like video views objective. So it's growing a ton. What's a dark tweet? A dark tweet is when you post, well, when you tweet something, but you don't post it live. So it's like a promoted only tweet. What's a promoted account? Um, A promoted account is what we call somebody who's running a followers campaign. So they're promoting their own account and asking people to follow them. What's mobile app promotion? Mobile app promotion is exactly what it sounds like, promoting an app you have on Twitter and sending people to the mobile app store to download. What's the dumbest thing you've ever tweeted? <laughs> um, the dumbest thing I ever tweeted was this ad I saw on an airplane for a new workstation where you can like work out as you type. And I was like, this is so dumb and looks like the beginnings of a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> well, Giselle, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciated all of your tips. I think we all learned quite a bit. And I would love if you could leave us with one final tip. So what is your favorite Twitter tip? My favorite Twitter tip is pretty straightforward, but when you're setting up your campaigns, make your creatives first, post them right away because they're not going to be shown organically. It's a really common misconception we have. 
I wouldn't bother about scheduling tweets. And then you can get a really good summary of everything that you have planned before the launch of your campaign. And when you say creatives, what do you mean? I mean like setting up your video website cards, your image website cards. Um, unless you're promoting organic content, which is already there, I like to have everything just set up and ready to go before the launch date. And what is your favorite life tip? My favorite life tip is to not take things too seriously and do what you like. There you have it. Don't take things too seriously and always have your creatives ready ahead of time. Giselle, thank you so much for your expertise and for joining us today. Of course. Thank you for having me, Joe. Character Count is a production of Pod People for At Twitter Business. This episode was hosted by me, Joe Wadlington. Our executive producer is Rachel King. This episode was produced by Holden Mary and Jesse Carrier and edited by Joanna Clay. Music by Annalise Nelson and Dax Schaefer. Special thanks to Marissa Window, Lindsay Bruce, and the entire Twitter customer success team. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow at Twitter Business for incredible tips on Twitter ads, marketing best practices, or follow me at Joe Wadlington for tweets about watching Coco on a plane and crying. Have a great day.